Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about if you should buy influencer posts from celebrities like Kim Kardashian. So Neil, how much do you think Kim Kardashian charges average for like an Instagram post? I know the answer on how much most Kardashians charge. If you get your deals right, you can tend to get it around $100,000 and actually sometimes even less, like seventy five grand. So she's a little higher. Um, she put um, one of her spokesmen said, look, she, she typically charges 300 to 500K. Or if it's like a long term deal, she's going to want equity in the company. So the question is, should you be buying influencer posts, whether it's 75 or 100 or the high end like Kim Kardashian, you're talking about paying, you know, 300 to 500K. Should you be buying influencer posts? And, and just remember, whatever they quote is a lot of bull, because if you know the right people, you can get it done so much cheaper. Dude, I got an email thread right here. All right, check this out. Kylie Jenner. You would say Kylie Jenner has a big following, correct? Correct. I'm pulling up the email. Here's the offer I got for 15 grand. Let's see. Hey, Neil, there's a promo on 513, a big giveaway. Uh, Kylie, he's talking about Kylie Jenner is doing nine YSL bags, 20K in cash. That'll drive a lot of real followers to brands that participate. It's normally 20K, but I have a friend who flaked for a good reason and I have that spot uh, open for 15K. So I'm just trying to pass it on to another lead over uh, to the guy that runs promos. They're on a follow list, so it's not like they're going to be tagged specifically. Or, ah, they're on a follow list, so it's not like she is going to be tagging a brand specifically. That would cost supposedly 500 to 1 million. And I know it's cheaper because I know people who pay that, but they'll probably get 150K or more followers within 24 hours. Chloe drove about 140K for each of the brands that they did this with last time. So you're getting roughly 150K followers for roughly 15 grand. Now, when they say it costs 500K to 1 mil, that's a bunch of bull or 300 to 500, whatever it is. Because I know people who are paying them right now, like 75, 100 grand, and you know why it's not as high? If, if you had a guess, you know, although they're claiming it was a lot and it used to be a, a really good business from, but if you had a guess, why do you think it's not working out? Well, because people aren't really getting an ROI from it, so they're stopping the investments. Bingo. Uh, I was at Affiliate Summit. Yep. I met a guy. He paid Chris Jenner, the mom, and he paid her, I, it was either 50 or 75K. And when she promoted, he didn't even make back the amount of money in revenue from the promotion. In other words, he's selling products. There's cost. You got to end up paying for shipping, the cost to produce the product. He's hoping the lifetime value of the customer will make up for this cost to advertise. 
but the chances are it will not and he would have just lost money yeah i think it's tough i mean like i I think about the fire festival right how like they bought a bunch of influencer posts and they did they did other stuff too to make it popular but i think um kendall jenner was one of the ones that put up um that participated in it and i i think if it's something that is even if it's mass market, like if we're talking like physical like bags and things like that, I, I still think it's it's very risky. Um, and again, like you see the cost going down and they might be anchoring like a Kim Kardashian might be saying 300 to 500K to anchor the price that high. But, you know, like Neil said, they might sell, settle for 75 to 100K. So I think it's risky to go with a large celebrity. My opinion is if you go with maybe maybe like a like a micro influencer, maybe someone on YouTube that reviews products, for example, like um, like software, you might have a better bet there because even though it's a smaller audience, they're much more engaged and they're much more loyal and they're focused on something, right? Versus someone that's kind of that, that has a lot of followers, but it's kind of all over the place. And keep in mind too, you got to think about the, the makeup of the, you know, whoever follows like a large celebrity like a Kim Kardashian or a Kendall Jenner, like what percent are female, what percent are male? I think you actually have to look at those things too. And I think the majority uh, might actually be males. Yeah. And I have no idea who follows them. But the one thing I do know is everyone who I've known who's done the influencer stuff, it worked decently well in the past, but not as much now. A good example is, do you remember like that uh, Skinny Fit Tea or Fit Tea, the main brand? I think it was Fit Tea. They're one of the first. Yeah. So the dude was trying to sell and I saw all the financials and it ended up being where they're doing less than 10 million in revenue a year. I think it was like seven or eight. My numbers could be off, but I know it's in the single digit millions. They even when during their peak before everyone was paying these influencers and he was paying the Kardashians and I saw the numbers cause I can see it in the spreadsheet. That's how I know how much this stuff really costs. And when I was seeing the numbers, dude, the ROI was terrible. Now, on the flip side, there's companies like Hextie, H-E-X-T-I-E. They pay influencers and they do millions a year on revenue. It's worked out really well because they pay micro-influencers who are specifically their audience, like fashion influencers, and they have a unique product offering, which is a different type of tie, and they've been extremely well. But that's the key is it only works if you pay micro-influencers who have your identical audience and they're charging reasonable rates on top of that. There you go. So I guess, you know, my, just to kind of build on that, I think, you know, if you start with a micro influencer, you don't need to commit to like a long term engagement. You can just try it maybe a little bit. You don't need to lose your shirt by investing a couple hundred thousand dollars. Maybe put one here, put one there, see if it works out. If it does, great. You can double down on it. Um, it's very similar to even in 2019, podcasting ads are still very kind of primitive in my opinion um it's kind of like yeah you go test a podcast here you test one there and then see if it works if it does great double down if not you know well that's fine how would you do it yeah and and i would do it the same way in which you test out really small and then you go from there because what you'll find is there's diminishing returns after you get mentioned by the same influencer four or five six seven times now in marketing you know we all talk about the rule of seven the more people see the better off but the more people see you in the same influencer, it doesn't work as well versus using new ones. You're better off leveraging the rule of seven by looking at somewhat, uh, all the influencers people follow in your ideal category and getting 10, 20 influencers to post at the same day because then everyone sees you at once and then your brand sticks with them. All right, so that is it for today. But everyone, go to singlegrain.com slash DTLA for our Los Angeles event happening June 29th. That's Marketing School Live. Got a lot of amazing speakers there. Neil and I are going to be there as well. It's going to be an amazing time. And also, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps us grow much faster. With that being said, we'll see you all tomorrow. 
This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.